Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the Great Scott Show on a Thursday. Norman Locke, Dr. Locke, doctor, is here. PhD. PhD in uh, trolling. Today it's uh, it's English. Last oh. time it was philosophy. Oh. <laughs> See what I said in trolling. Got it, folks? They're catching on. Um, man, I... I, I I want to start with the hoops. Um, Cajuns got a win last night against Xavier. We'll get into that in a minute. But speaking of trolling, is this is this Pelican season just one one long troll job? Is that all this is going to be for all of us? Is that uh, what this is? Are they just are they always trolling us? I'm a big Imani Bates fan, and hopefully this troll turns into Imani Bates becoming a Pelican. That's 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 my hope at the end of this long road to the end of the NBA season. Uh, it's painful. Uh, I'm getting jokes nonstop from other NBA fans about the Pelicans. Literally every day I feel like I get a scoring update of the Pelicans losing from the fans, heckling me about being a Pelicans fan. Uh, so, it, yeah, you know, it's it's pretty dark. It's pretty dark on this end. They're, they're, the losses are piling up. We all know they've been missing Zion and – yeah. Ingram missed a large chunk of time. But the way they've been losing the last couple is different than the way they lost earlier this season when you just had – it was almost like you go you, you go into buy a used car, you have in your mind, oh, I'm going to get something better. And then you start looking at your budget and you realize, okay, I'm not going to get that one I thought I had. I'm not going to be able to get that one. All right, I got this one. Not what I thought I was going to get. For the first week or two, you're rolling with it. You're like, this is running pretty good. Man, I'm just happy to have a new car. And then, you know, one thing breaks, another thing breaks. And instead of and all the excitement's gone, and now you're not even, there's no, there's no drive anymore. That feels like this team right now. Because at least in those losses, I mean, we're still early in the season. Jesus, it's November. But in those early losses, Norm, you know, during that long losing streak, you could see the effort. They just didn't have enough able bodies. Not seeing the effort these last two, especially in the second half of these games. It's it's. I mean, Josh Hart's fed up. He's like, this is. I'm, I'm about sick to and say, tired can you can you blame him? Can you blame a lot of the players? Like, you sick and tired of it. They they got so you know this high flying, exciting young team that is led by this super athletic, freakish monster Zion Williamson. You have. You know, B.I., who they've been grooming to be this, you know, closer. Uh, but none of this came came to fruition. None of it. Zero percent. And then I, I want to come out and say, um, you know, I like Nikhil Alexander-Walker. But everyone here hotel him as the next star and he's going to be this, he's going to be that. He's an okay NBA player. No, he would be he would be a a really good player in your rotation coming off the bench. Yeah, he's a he's a really good he's an okay player. But to say that he's a star and he's something he's never going to be you, part of some trio. That's no, like the star yeah, three and, players and they, on the team. They sold that people bought it in. Not knowing. people bought it, and it's not good. It's just I, not good. I I I didn't. I mean, I bought into if Zion and Ingram are able to play, you should be able to get into the playing game. That's what I bought into. Yeah. No. Now you didn't have those guys. Uh, you haven't had Zion. We all know about that, and you've been missing Ingram a lot. But I don't know, man. It, it, it's 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 bad when they're already twelve games under five hundred. You're in November, 
And in every every outcome, the season, I mean, you, you, it's probably it. And you're in November. Like, the Saints and Pelicans are separated by a parking lot. Mm-hmm. And yet they feel worlds apart as organizations. I'm not talking about in terms of their play. I'm talking about in terms of the fan base, the city, the region, relating to them, caring. Like I, I told I, you, I've always, I've always rooted for the Pels, Norm. But but it's it's getting to a point where a lot of people are just apathetic, and that's the worst thing to be. Yeah. It's one thing if they're mad and angry. Apathy's the it's it's the last thing you want as a sports franchise. Last thing, the Saints could be zero and seventeen. Let me tell you something. They'd be in New Orleans and and Gulf South. They'd be like, we got to we got to burn. We need to start it. Let it just start. Burn. No, just start cheering for random stuff. Like you know, we got the most goals. <laughs> uh, we but, beat Atlanta. Or, okay, all right. That would be they'd be grasping at straws. And look, I'm I, for the Pels. I'm still a fan, so I'm like, hey man, Herb Jones. It's the most enjoyable part of this season. But like, there would be a lot of anger. Yeah. And I talk to Gus Gago every week, and he's like, I'm telling you, New Orleans, they're angry. And I'm like, no one around here seems to care. And I know we're two and a half hours west. Outside of, you know, me and Lynn and people that you know always talk about them. Like, the casual fan is totally apathetic to this team right now. And if they were winning and Zion was playing, that would not be the case. You're 2-14. and 14, You have no identity. You've got a, a guy in charge that, you know, felt like he was going to be this prophet and now feels like a snake oil salesman. It, it's it's bad right now. It's bad. I, I, my thing with the Pelicans is how many times does everyone have to go? <laughs> it's just like, oh, oh yeah, no, nah, it's not working out. We're going to clean the house. It's the head coach fault. It's the GM fault. It's the training staff fault. It's the head coach fault. It's the GM fault. It's the training staff fault. It's the head coach fault. It's the star players fault. Like, how many more times of this cycle do we have to go through with? And I'm just, I'm so glad that I ain't buy into the Pelicans team. Like, I bought into them last season uh, and the season before and the season before. Just... You know, other th- same here. I mean, like I was saying, like I've I've been fooled enough. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll just and you could you could you could tell me like, well, it's gonna take them a while because they're missing these players and they're gonna be better in February than they are in November. And, like, and I said I agree with all that. I'm also sick and tired of saying that every year. Every like year. I am not going to take the cheese this year, bite down and say, oh, this isn't cheese. This is this is crap. Because I watched some of the the Houston Rockets games. And Jalen Green is a stud. Like, what they have in that the young core in Houston, and I want to say they have the same record as the Pelicans, but their games are more enjoyable because they're guys trying to find ways to win. Well, we got young, youthful guys, and it's just no effort. But, you know, I mean. If, you got Jalen Green challenging look, Kevin Durant. You Zion, know, just, Zion jokes aside, if Zion was playing, this team would be fun to watch and it would be exciting. Yeah, I mean Zion and Bi both out. That's fifty points a game. But but Zion in particular, and I love Ingram, and and I don't agree with the people that are like, oh, why don't you trade him now? Yeah, let's trade the best player that actually wants to be there. Um, Zion brings an excitement level. He is must see. Seeing him in person is is awesome. Like I mean, I, I watched him beat the Sixers last year in a game. I don't know, in maybe March or something. It was it was fun. It was great. It was exciting. I saw a game where a bunch of guys were out that they lost to the Hornets, and it was awful. That was last year. <laughs> this year, getting off to this – like, if, if this happened in the middle of the season and you'd gotten off to a good start with guys, 
The focus would be on the bad luck. When you start a season this way, it's not on the bad luck. It's on who can we blame and or or for a lot, Norm. Like I said, it's I don't care, whatever. And for the jokey joke people out there, gumbo don't make people fat. Just want to leave that out there. I just you know national media loves to run with he all eating gumbo. He's eating gumbo. We don't Louisiana people don't eat gumbo year round. That's that's one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, speak for yourself. I do. I mean, you can, but it's just not. You eat it more in the winter. Time. Yes, but yeah, correct, but correct. I do. I do eat it year round. Yeah, but we don't. It's not like oh yeah, pull out up time it's to cook the gumbo. It's not like when it's a hundred and twelve heat index in the middle of July. I'm like, let me go get a bowl of a gumbo, gumbo for lunch. Yeah, it's not like ingrained like Taco Tuesday me, or <laughs> uh, Red Bean Monday. <laughs> Give me a gumbo day. What would be the the, t- the 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 test the test subjects you st- I still don't feel like you get fat like so I just I just want to ask me to just stop like oh he's eating gumbo and beignets nobody eat gumbo and beignets every day <laughs> and if they do I don't know where they from they ain't from down here well gumbo's delicious it, it really is yeah but, but the prep the week. time that goes into making the you know really good gumbo nobody's really happy cooking that on a daily. I don't think Zion cooks his own food. That's another thing. I don't think he cooks his own food. I think. No, no, no. He's he's eating something. Somebody. Um, You know, (laughs) I I, I wish wish he was playing. I got to, I'm on the Pelicans media list. So when they have to make an announcement, like a press release, I'll, I'll get an email. And I've gotten a lot of emails over the years that the head, the headline of the email is, Insert player name, medical update. And every time I get it, I'm just like, I, it's it's always bad. I'm always like, oh, my God. Like, are you kidding me? Like, what now? And I got one over the weekend, and it said Zion Williamson medical update. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was expecting to read, like, he's out for the entire season. You know, it's worse. He's having another surgery. And it basically was just them updating Oh, he's he's been cleared to practice. Uh, he's now in another phase of the recovery. There's no timetable yet. It wasn't anything negative. And I was like, this is their response to everybody getting mad that they're not giving enough updates about Zion. And it's like, Zion's not, like, everyone knows that he's rehabbing right now. Like, right. you didn't tell him anything new. What people are upset about was all the stuff beforehand. Patient that... Oh, he'll be ready for the season. And then you show up to media day. It's, oh, no, he had surgery, but we expect him to be ready for game one. Oh, no, game one's here. Actually, no, we didn't say it that. What we meant was he'll be ready at some point this year. That's what the people are upset about. Like 20 games sending in. a medical update that, okay, now he's – I mean, it's fine. I'm not I'm not saying it's it's you don't send it, but that's not exactly what, what folks have been upset about. Anyway. I uh, don't understand, but people are going to be upset. I'm upset. Not buying into it. I don't like those new city jerseys. It's just, it's just, it's, 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 they don't put the effort into making the Pelicans part of New Orleans, just like how the Saints are. So I mean, until they get the right people in the office and the in the organization and make that happen and get the right player, I mean, I keep telling y'all, it takes the player to assert to New Orleans and love New Orleans and New Orleans to love them back and winning, winning a good bit. Winning a good bit. Winning a good bit. That helps. Um, Cajuns won last night. They played uh, Xavier out of the um, NAIA. Xavier of New Orleans. They win it 84-72. A bit sloppy. 
Uh, a lot of missed free throws. I think the Cajuns missed 10 free throws last night. Um, Dallin Court, young man that that Coach Marlin said, hey, you know, he's a really good shooter, really good three-point shooter. Three of three last night from the on the arc, five of six from the field. He was a good spark off the bench. He finished with 13. Jordan Brown had 18. It wasn't um, like the game that you're going to get this Sunday at Indiana for a team that's just outside the top 25 and in a premier college basketball program. It was more of just kind of a tune-up, a warm-up. Um, HBCU. I almost beat them in a flag football tournament back in the day. Just Dave, you? Mm-hmm. They, they all pharmacists and doctors. They ain't got yeah. no athletes over there. <laughs> Look, we, we, we went down to the wire at the state flag football tournament against Xavier's when I was in college. And then our next game was against Nichols. Big, the bigger schools got to send two. And so oh, it was their team. it was their number two team, team and team. they beat us by like fifty. Okay. <laughs> Nichols or Xavier? Nichols. Okay. Yeah, no. Loyola and Xavier's flag football teams, and these were the teams that won their own league. So they went to the state tournament, and we were like, oh, "This is gonna be it's gonna be a battle against Xavier." But I think we got a false sense of confidence because we should have beat him, and we're like, "Man, we we actually might compete here." <laughs> nope. Uh, Nichols got some athletes. Nope. Uh, but if you want to talk hoops. Phone lines are open. Uh, Rage Cajun Women tonight hosting LSU, 6 o'clock at the Cajun Dome. Big one there. Of course, Norm and I are going to get into plenty of football and NFL talk. Them tigers. Whenever we uh, hit up the second segment this morning. Let's head to the phone lines. Good morning. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. Hello. Yeah, good morning. So you guys are talking about the pal Norm. Whoa. You mentioned Imani Bates. Now, keep in mind, Bates plays for Memphis, right? Yes, he does. And he's 17 years old, so he cannot get into the league until he's 19. So he'll do one year in Memphis, and he could do a second year, but he'll end up either Memphis, uh, G League, or overseas for that second year. Yeah, so he's out. He, he's not coming immediately. He, he's not. He's not eligible for the next draft. Hmm. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't know, know that. that. I didn't know yeah, that. I yeah. didn't know that. Uh, he is. Yeah, because yeah, he turns. I he. Does, I think his birthday's in January. So yeah, he would be. He would be eighteen by the time the next season would start. So yeah, you. He would. You're right. He wouldn't be eligible. Yeah. So uh, a lot of people are waiting for him, but they'll have to wait. Uh, so Penny's like two years here, baby. Two years. Hang out in Memphis. Oh, I'm going. I'm going to that Memphis Tulane game. That's one that I have circled. The ticket's only like fifteen bucks. Gotta go see it in person. Yeah, that's what I said. I was like, man, let me buy them now before it shoot up when people are like, oh, man, Imani Bates is in New Orleans. So, um, what were we up by? 15, 16? Well, what were uh, the uh, Yeah, I think something like 13 or 14 in the first half. Uh, live betting, if you're into it, 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 when they were up 13, I think you could have gotten the heat at plus two and a half. That was easy money if somebody <laughs> did it. Uh, anyway, it was it was bad. Well, you know, and, and you have this lead, and you're 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 looking good, and then all of a sudden it just falls off the cliff. You know, they just drop off, and it's that way for the last two games. They'll start out pretty well, and you know, playing well, and then the second half is just falls apart. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's really hard to explain. Uh, will Zion make that big of a difference? 
Uh, yes, if sometime. you if you had if you had a healthy Zion and Bi, it would make a big difference. They would not be two and fourteen. I think we'll be. I'm not saying they'd be one of the I best see, teams in the one, league. But a game and a half under 500. I don't know. I have no idea what it would be. I just know it would be a lot better than this. Yeah. Okay, they look. UL beat um, Baker and AIA last evening. And was it a struggle to beat them at that 82-74? Was it 84-72? Which was it? Uh, 84-72. Uh, they were a little sloppy at times, um, the Cajuns were last <laughs> night, but... It's not like there were ever – there was no point in the game where they were in danger of losing. I mean, they played oh. – you know, it was it was never – you never got the feeling like, oh, no, a, a giant upset brewing. It was nothing like that. It, was, it wasn't that kind of game. Oh, yeah. Somewhat of a struggle like LSU played. Um, was it Liberty together? What, two Well, Liberty, Liberty's a NCAA, you know, program. They're not the NAIA. Um, yeah, but um, I was – I watched the first half of that game, and Liberty has a guy on their team that has a 48-inch legit hurdle. Man, what, what would you do if you could jump? What would you do if you could jump like that? Just be jumping, grabbing stuff that when you're supposed to. Well, you, you put a fridge. All right. Didn't LSU win by like 20 or or 16 or something? Like I don't. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't consider that a struggle. I think Liberty had to leave uh, going into the second half. Yeah. They were up by two. But um, it, it, it's like, you know, you got to wake up. And there's those smaller schools go come there. So, you know, it's surprise you guys, man. Um, I know Georgetown lost against uh, Bailey. I guess he was in a lower team. Lower team. He was one day last week. So, can't take any of these teams. Granted, but man, my spells are hurting. Hurting, you know, <laughs> hurting a lot, man. I don't, I don't lose for the Saints, but I do lose for the Bills. So, man, like, uh, you're hurting me. <laughs> Thanks for the call, man. Have a good one. Be safe on the road. ESPN Lafayette tonight, five forty-five pregame. Rage of Cage Women's Hoops, who got a. Monster win last week on the road at Rice, where they hadn't won in 40 years. Uh, or they hadn't even beaten Rice, home or away or whatever, in 40 years. Um, beat them, come from behind fashion. Now you get Kim Mulkey and LSU tonight. Tons of buzz, tons of media coverage around Kim Mulkey and LSU, which is great. Um, Coach Broadhead, very excited about coverage right now with women's hoops. And uh, this is a big one tonight of the Cajun Dome. I hope, Norm that the community shows up to the Dome tonight. Yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> basketball games are always exciting. I've always, in my tender of living in Lafayette, always enjoy going to the Cajun Domes. And back when it used to be back-to-back, I used to just fill up on the popcorn, and I'll just sit there and watch some great basketball, women's basketball, rolling to the men's basketball. So, yeah, I think the Cajun Dome will be rocking. Uh, nothing else going on. Um, let me show you. A listener sent me a DM oh. on Twitter. What I did. Last night, and he wanted me to ask you about Antoine Jones, uh, the Cajun men's team, uh, who we've <laughs> talked about. It's about his, his wardrobe? Or what? Yeah, his wardrobe <laughs> on the court. <laughs> what is that? You're looking at the photo. What is what's going on there? I, I don't know. I'm. I, I don't. I don't know what. What is he? He says something about like his shorts, or it looks like he just has his. 
I don't know. I, I, I'm not seen. I think he called it Mount Rush drawers, but I'm not. Yeah, I don't get the reference. I've not seen. Well, I mean, Mount Rushmore, but I don't get it. Either. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't, I, get the, you know, I don't get the reference. But yeah. I did, but I did see. But his, I know. I know he's confident. I, I know he's confident. Did you see the pregame suit? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I told him. I said, look, suits are made to be worn with t-shirts underneath. I, you know, like uh, there are kids out there in the stands, and they don't. Hopefully your nipple doesn't pop out. Could you p- please put a shirt on next time? He's like, you don't understand swag. No, you don't understand my drip. It's drip. I don't. It's drip. I don't. <laughs> I don't. Tell you what, man. Let it drip, baby. Let it drip. Jordan Brown knows how to rock a suit. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> look, don't get your fashion advice from me. Get it from Suit Up. Yes. But let me tell you something. You go ask Marcus and those guys at Suit Up, and you'd say, all right, who who rocks the suit the best here? They would they would pick Jordan out of lineup and say, "Oh, well, this is obvious." Yeah, not easy. this is obvious. Easily, easily he got classic. It's classic. All right. Um, last thing on hoops, and we're we're shifting gear to football in the next segment. Back to the Pels for a second. Josh Hart. That's what he said last night after the game. Someone asked him about the youth on the team, and he he, he almost snapped. He said, uh-huh. "I mean, I don't really care about the youth of the team. We got to grow up." Bleep being young, the inexperience. I really don't care for that right now. We got to focus on growing up. We got to focus on getting better, having a better attention to detail. We've all been playing basketball for, you know, more than half our lives. We know how to play basketball. We got to go out there, execute, have attention to detail, have discipline, and that's what it is. Like I said, I don't really care for young or potential. We got to focus on right now. Right now, we're 2 and 14. We're at the bottom of the league. And at some point, something has to click in terms of playing desperate, playing scrappy. We got to throw the excuse of being young and youth. We got to throw that bleep away. Yeah, yeah. With you, hard. No more. You no, ain't, no more. Just enough with excuses. You no, know, there ain't no Deal enough with excuses. You're not that guy, Josh. You you want to be that guy and Deal get in the with, press conference and reality and take the 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 leadership role. I, I commend you. Uh, clap, 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 clap. But you're not that guy. You're not the best player on the team. You're not the the best role player. You're not the best veteran on the team. Clap, 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 clap. That's what I look like to him. If I'm a young guy, like I'm like, Shunis clap. Like the best player on the team. Right yeah, now. that's why I'm like, bro. You know, it's, I, 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 I listen to Valanciunas. Oh Josh, my. you sit this one out. Valanciunas. I mean, Ingram's the best player, but I'm talking about who's played Playing, the best this yeah. year. Right. You know what's most impressive about that guy? How does he keep? Because he plays hard. Yeah, and and he's a physical player. His numbers are good. He's a good player. How does he keep his hair like? Looking that good an entire it's, game. It's it's a, a foreign style gel. That is some kind of like. It's a foreign style gel. That's the it's kind like of hundred dollars a whatever. A <laughs> it must be. That's the kind of stuff like they use like in like, like Johnny Bravo used. Oh my god! Well, like if you're making like a big blockbuster movie, let's say it's one of these Marvel movies, and it's like, okay, the actors for this scene were in front of a green screen doing physical stuff for like. 18 straight hours. Like how does the, how how, does, how do their hair look that good? It's like talk to Valachunas, bro. To because that dude goes harder in the paint and his hair looks great. Oh man, I, that's what's most I mean, that's where we're at this season, folks. That's yeah, where we're at this t- season. I'm I'm my, I'm trying to get positive takeaways and it's basically become we go, Herb Jones and Valachunas' hair. We go to Pelicans games to watch Valachunas' hair. That's, that's that's what it's come to. Double double. I don't know that hair I, vibes. I'm gonna give away some tickets tomorrow night's game. Be like, get a chance to see his hair. Get the chance to see Vatsun's hair. Ask him what styling products he uses. Twenty five after the hour. <laughs> we come back. Gonna dig into the NFL. Um, Norm noticed that I was a bit more angry than normal. 
and I'm sure he was enjoying it. Did you step on any legal Sunday, man? I was hoping that I have not been that PO'd after it takes a, all right, all jokes aside, would you agree that it takes a lot to get me actually? Yes. Mad? And that's when I got, that's when you got to pour the gasoline on it. Cause God, it don't, it's dude. not going to happen. So I you pour it. So, you pour it. So mad. But I want to begin next segment by taking a dig at the Falcons who are playing tonight, because it's not so much a dig as it's the universe. The, I will explain how, how the universe is making a Falcons joke today. Okay, and, I, and I'm going to explain how the universe is making a Saints joke. That's fine, but <laughs> you don't know where I'm going with this. I don't. You have no idea. There's no. It's the I, multiverse. You can, you can, you can. That's fine. You'll rip on the Saints. I know you're going to do it, but you will not be able to tie in what the universe is doing today to the Falcons. Okay. Come up with some other material because this is different. Well, I got some. Don't go anywhere. CSP and Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. I'm Scott. That's Storm. We're back after this. Welcome back into the Great Scott Show. Yeah, the best ticket in sports Thursday. Dr. Norm's in here. All right. Falcons and Patriots play tonight. It's a Thursday night game. Norm. I'm going to be at the Cajun Dome, but uh, I'll probably catch the end of the Pats-Falcons game tonight. Not expecting a good game. I expect the Pats by a lot. Probably so. Probably so. How you like? How you like mac and cheese? I'm about to say how you like mac and cheese. Playing, playing pretty good. Hey, man. Playing pretty good. Um, That's why I wanted him to fall to the Saints for y'all. What What do you think will be discussed tonight when those two teams play? Not just. I'm not even talking about Saints fans in general. Twenty eight to three. Correct. Shout out Brad Topham who alerted me to something. He's texting me now. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What Brad talking about? So. Tonight, there will be the longest partial lunar eclipse in nearly 600 years. It's going to grace the sky tonight, Thursday evening, maybe late into Friday morning, all across the U.S. If it's really cloudy where you are, rainy, you may not see it. I'm not making this up, Norm. According to NASA... According to NASA. According to NASA, <laughs> the eclipse via, will last via Brad. Three hours. No, this is via USA Today. Yeah, no, I know, okay. but, but source according, is Brad. According to NASA, the eclipse will last three hours and 28 minutes. My goodness. That is the universe laughing at the Atlanta Falcons. Well, I think, I truly think that's just a, a, a running Saints joke that. 
Saints fans are going to pull for Atlanta. It's like, okay, yeah, Brad, like Brad thinks about that, but it's like, I'm, you know, I don't care. The, the lunar eclipse are strong, remember, 28th. Just Saints fans keep running with the reoccurring Atlanta jokes. It's but called a rivalry. You're right, you're right. But you got to win in order to trash talk, Scott. You want to give these people this jokes and all this loony eclipse talk? Well, win a football game. Did the New Orleans Saints beat the Atlanta Falcons? I watched Matt, Matty Ice, Matt Ryan walk down and get a game-winning touchdown. I watched y'all miss two field goals when in the beginning of the season, the when the beginning of the season of the New Orleans Saints and uh, Scott Prather, you're the affiliate. So <laughs> I watched. No, Myself no. get heckled screaming, by missing. Screaming f- about the Saints losing a, a regular season game to the Falcons will not ever stop any Saints fans from talking trash about the Falcons. And it really, it doesn't matter. And if that bothers you, no y- y'all Saints need to humble care. yourselves. Humble. Y'all need to, because the losers shouldn't be talking trash. Losers of what? L- you lost the football game. What a regular season game to Atlanta? Yeah, so you can't just be c- coming out with the twenty-eight to what? three jokes. Uh, you you constantly lost. move the goalposts as far as what you is lost. allowed to be trash talking and what isn't. You lost. I couldn't. I can't trash talk the Broncos because we lost. So I'm taking all trash. I, I trash talk the Broncos. Yeah, I can't talk. I can't trash talk Broncos lore because of because we lost. You don't. You don't understand the rivalry, man. I do understand the rivalry. Have you talk trash about Coastal Carolina. They lost. We winning. I wouldn't do it if we was losing. The last time you on Coastal Carolina played, who won? They won. Coastal won. Yeah. But yeah. I, I, so by I your own trash. rules, I wasn't you break, talking trash. You, dude, I've seen your timeline. You have talked so much trash about Coastal. You see, guys, Norm makes rules and breaks no. them when it benefits no. him. No. No. You think you're so smart with your no. fake PhD? No, 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 no. no, no. Yes, no, no. yes, yes. You know I'm right. Coastal you break your own the rule game when it's your own team. And I talk trash about them not, not wanting he does to play something us. else. That's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. That is Norman Locke for you. It's okay. That is Norman Locke for you. That that my football team that I don't own, the Dallas Cowboys. My football team. You can buy a share in the Packers this week, by the way. I, I do see that. I thought about it. Dude, I thought no. about it. You know, you want to know something insane about that? There is written language in the contract that if you become part owner of, of the team, Roger Goodell could find you half a million dollars for conduct detrimental to the league. Yes, you can. I saw that. That's- so if you buy a share of the Packers and make fun of Roger Goodell, he could come for you. Yes, he can. He could come for you. And you know that SOB will, too. <laughs> you get a little heat behind your name. He's like, what? Fine. Uh, Chico checks in. He's like, Norm must eat gumbo with a fork, too. Norm Lockfax. You're taking some heat this morning for your gumbo takes. Well, I, I, you know what? Who who was it again? Chico. 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 For the, each week for the next 365, I need to see a plate of gumbo. If I, I it, That's the minimum. One a week. One that's, a week? What? That's 52 gumbos. That's all. That's it. So, so what do you eat year-round? Year-round? Maybe half that. Nothing. No, no. I mean, in general, what food oh, do you eat oh, year okay. round? Okay, so you got, aside from you, the free Buddha egg rolls you okay. get every Thursday morning, <laughs> <laughs> you got red bean Monday. That's because that's you eat, so you legit. All right, every Monday I want to see red bean picture red beans. Every me. other, I, I can't. No, I want to every Monday. No, uh, I didn't say every Monday. I just said fifty-two. That's one time. That's fifty-two times. You know, so I eat red bean Monday, literally. For sure, every other Monday. So twenty. So if you eat a meal twenty six times a year, you that's can on a regular. Year that's, round. That's probably, yeah, I mean it's, it's two times a month. 
now how, how these people are chiming in, speaking. It's like they're eating gumbo two times a week. You still, still, my point is, Scott, if you eat it 52 times, you're not getting fat off gumbo. How long can you live off a Super Bowl in your trash talk rules that you don't follow? To have one. That's the that's the criteria of championship. To talk trash about championships, it's not dated. You have to have one. Okay, so if you have one across you can, any sport, you, you, can, to, you can you can have it forever. Yeah, yeah, rules. yeah. That's what. It, okay. Yeah. You have to have one. I mean, you you, you get you just, on Saints you just, fans a lot. You just oh, got one. God, it's been twelve years. It's been twelve. Oh. It's been a quarter of a century since the Cowboys won. Hey, them, by the way, hey, it depends on when you entered the world. <laughs> what? See, listen to it. And that's here how it you goes. depict the time. Here it goes it because I got. I think I Cowboys fans is like, hey, I've the world. I've watched all five Super Bowls. Like I said, hey, what you gonna tell that person? You don't remember watching any of them. I, I didn't say me. I said there are some fans. So what do you tell a fan that's He's, I have no problem with it. it. That's I'm what not, I'm just saying. I, I have no problem with it. I'm only going by the things you've said. Yeah, yeah. I have no problem with hey, it at all. We got rings, baby. We're going on the way to the sixth one. Well, I ain't been getting know, no call. By your own rules, you you can't do that because I was you, expecting even, you didn't even live through it. To come in the studio and to talk about the glorious Cowboys win against your hated rival that you couldn't defeat at home in the New Orleans Saints Superdome on Porter Street. But... <laughs> I can I guess we can't do that. You emphasize a few extra words. <laughs> Portress. <laughs> Portress Street. Try to sound like that's something Stephen A would say. The Smoothie King Center. Why are you screaming? Portress Street. Because the fans know. They know. Cowboys winning the Super Bowl, been consistent with happen. it. Not going to happen. Not with Mike McCarthy. Okay. Not going to happen. Gonna get him, and Dan Quinn going to get him one. <laughs> and Dan Quinn. Yes, sir. That oh. was a that was a revenge game for Dan Quinn on Sunday. Oh no, no, it was bad. It he was bad. he he called it. We can get to the phone lines in a second. The Cowboys. It was thirty six to three, just crushing the Falcons' face. And at the end of the second quarter, Atlanta had the ball. They like handed it off, trying to get into halftime, and they called the timeout for no reason other than to make them just sit on it. Like there was nothing else that was going to happen. It just sport. That was such a Dan Quinn like eat it. Yeah, sit on. it. Haha. But it's okay. It's okay. You know, um, moving on to the next game. Uh, onward to try to vie for this number one seed in the NFC. We're going to quietly keep trucking on, and uh, we're going to do it, man. I'm not scared of them Rams. After watching that Rams game, they're soft. Some phonies, man. They, Some they're, phonies. They're, they're, they're not a bad team, but they are they are a soft team. They're soft. They're like, I hate to say this, Catholic school football team, man. They, they run off the vibes and the energy, man. Catholic school football team. They ain't got no grit. Can't get out of the mud. Who? A Catholic school football team. Oh, I thought you said catless. No, no, no. A Catholic school football team. They got, can't get out the mud, man. It's all vibes. That's true. You, you don't. You when they playing well, they playing well. That is a a, a gross over exaggeration. Uh, how, dude? Have you been to a public school and a Catholic school? Yes, and let me tell you something. And I've been to a lot of high school football. I've seen John Curtis play a number of games over the years. Uh, don't don't act Curtis, like they're not no, a no, no, physical no. Listen, football Listen, I'm team. from the area. John Curtis has an asterisk on them. So if you talk to any New Orleans no, listen, athlete. See, here he goes, changing no, the rules. You could call up and talk to anyone you want to talk to. John Curtis is, say, a, is a Christian they school. They are not a soft. It's a Christian they school. Are I say Catholic. A, they are not a soft. Christian school. They are not a soft football. And when, and there are the, the patriots of uh, high school football in the New Orleans area. When your head coach is uh, John Curtis and your president is John Curtis and your – 
uh, you know, secretary is John Kerr's his wife. There's a lot of things you're that right, goes you're on. Right, in that it's, a, it's a Christian school, not a Catholic school. But are you suggest is Saint Aug not a Catholic school? It is a Catholic school. So you guys are soft at times. We Leonard, didn't have any Leonard Fournette was soft when he played high school he, ball. He, you, you picked out one person versus the team. I'm picking out. I'm, you're right, you're right. claiming that Saint Aug is soft. I say it at times. I've seen just because of, I, but just, you can't it, stick now, me off so, my, my so head. Now, now you're just saying sometimes. So first it was it's a Catholic it's like schools are soft. School. Now you're saying well sometimes. No, no, you asked me specifically Norman about Locke, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you, you well, you're the one that lumped every well, Catholic no, first school off, together. You asked me about a Christian school. So no, I was wrong. I, I, you threw that in there. Yeah. So you started off wrong. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. But see, I admit when I'm wrong. You start off with you start off John Curtis. Just doubles down on being wrong. No, you're right. I I I lumped them together. They're Christian Catholic. Yeah, they're also fit. Best high school game I ever saw was John Curtis versus OHS. It was a playoff game at, at in Opelousas. It was probably like 91, maybe. It was before Joe McKnight. Oh, oh well, well before Joe McKnight. No, that's that's me by birth into watching John he, Curtis. He, like, they, um, OHS had this guy named, I think it was Robert Hammond was his name. He ended up playing, um, College ball, maybe at Florida, and then ended up at Grambling. But as a high schooler, he was just, he was incredible. And John Curtis came in, and they were just, like, really good and physical. It went down to the wire. It was like a three-point game. OHS ended up winning one of the best teams they've ever had. But I just remember as, like, a kid, just, I was mesmerized. I was like, this doesn't feel like high school. This feels like pro football. And, and you know why? Right because they crazy. had 22 years on that roster for John Curtis, yeah, too. Yeah, they have 22 years. All right, all right. I, again, I, I can't prove it. You can't, can't. because it's not true. <laughs> I can't prove it. You can't. I can't prove it. It's not true. But I do say, look at them birth certificates back in the nineties. <laughs> Remember, that's all I gotta say. Look at them birth certificates back in the nineties. Oh, just won that. All right. See, we're getting. We, look at them birth look, certificates. Two six nine ten seventy seven. If you want to get all with Norman and I, you might. If we're in the middle of a rant or an argument, you might have to wait a few minutes. You might have to wait a few minutes. Um, be spilling that truth. I don't know. <laughs> the truth is a relative term to Norman Locke. No, it's not. What were your thoughts on uh, the NL Cy Young yesterday? Well, <laughs> Can I say this? I, I don't have any thoughts. Zach Wheeler beat out Zach Wheeler. Uh, that's what you should know. I appreciate Zach Wheeler for taking him out. No. Um, Corbin Barnes won it for the Brewers. Here's my thing. What the hell is Major League Baseball doing? Why would you release, and they do it like, they release their Golden Glove Award winners in a press release Sunday before last, like during a Sunday night football game. The, the, the season's cares. been over for like over a month. Now you're releasing your Cy Young Award and you're naming that Barnes wins it on a, on a Wednesday in November. I want to know, like. Why, why would you do, why, I feel like sometimes baseball people get together and they're like, when can we? When would be the worst time for us to release our biggest awards? Whenever that is, that's when we're going to do it. It's, it's, it's MLB, is baseball. I figured you would. Imp- I almost feel like it's a troll job. I fi- I almost felt like there was a part of you that would admire it. I admire baseball's effort to not be existent on my timeline. Like I've I've seen more NHL stuff it's than just baseball Cy Young, stuff. And it was, it. I'm just like okay, like how is go cracking? You what you want to do if you're baseball is. Release it at a time where it's it's going to be a real subject of conversation and debate among casual fans, not just your absolute hardcore baseball fans. Would you agree? 
agree, I agree that I, I, don't, I don't even know. It's, it's baseball, Scott. I don't, what are we talking <laughs> that, about? I don't even know. It's yeah, baseball. This is what we were talking about. Said by yeah. Norman Locke. First, the Cy Young. first honest thing he Who's said Cy this Young? morning. <laughs> he was, <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. He is a uh, he, he was a pitcher, and okay. the award is named after him. Okay, the, one of the best pitchers uh, ever. To ever. And he was it was a long time ago. Oh, so it's like the, the Babe Ruth Award. Kind of. Okay. Kind of. Okay. But it's it's prest- if you're a pitcher, it's a, it's a really big deal if you win a Cy Young. Okay. But offensive not. Of the but year. Major League Baseball would like it to be. I don't know. Like, what are you doing? Do they give you a gold glove? Or do they give you like a gold bat? Is the is the trophy the gold, gold glove winners? Is no, it? I don't. I don't think they give you an actual glove. See, MLB's just gold. missing out on the good stuff. Like, what are they doing? Like, come on, what you doing? Hey, Mitch, Tr- Mitch Trubisky's Nickelodeon. Oh, he a goat for that trophy one. that he got in a loss to the Saints last year. He is a goat. That thing right there is is worth more than I put it on my mantle. Wait, are you kidding? People have actually tried to get it from him, and he he he's. I'll say this about Mitch. He's a good sport. For as much pe- as people bag on him all the time, like he just kind of rolls with it. But people have asked him for that trophy, and he's like, no. So much so that now if there's a write-in, like whatever the Nickelodeon playoff game is this year, even if the Bills aren't playing in it, and if the Bills are playing in it, I don't think Mitch is going to play unless Josh Allen gets hurt. Everyone, A lot of people have vowed to just write in Mitch Trubisky's name. Just to make sure he gets the award every year, whether he's playing in the game or not. <laughs> nah, because Mitch, Mitch doesn't. He he likes being a backup now, so I don't think he's going to be up for any more. What awards. if he has to play this year? I mean, you could do. Worse Did they do the Nickelodeon game? You could yet? do. No, no, it's just a playoff game. Okay, all right, all right. It was so the Saints Bears game last year. And he's and then in the Bills. He got the in the in the MVP is what it what was. What if he has to come in and play in that game and then wins and then wins the MVP for another team? Even even if he doesn't, he I feel like we got to get him the award somehow, Norm. We got to make sure that Mitch is the permanent MVP to the point where at some point when he retires, they what, what spawned me this this would inspire this thought from me is the idea that. The Cy Young Award, right? The Larry O'Brien Trophy. He needs to win the MVP so much that it just becomes named after <laughs> the, the Mitch Trubisky MVP Award. The Mitch Trubisky. So twenty years from now, whenever <laughs> you know Balen Breeze is going nine of twenty-one for the Eagles in a playoff game, he gets the Mitch Trubisky MVP Award. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. We had a caller in the first hour bring up uh, in the first segment bring up Liberty. They're talking about Liberty basketball, Ooh. Liberty football. They host the Cajuns this Saturday, and they're favored in that game. Mm, I like the smoke. I like to dig smoke. into why a little bit about that game. We'll make some NFL picks next hour. Open up phone lines at two six nine ten seventy seven. Don't go anywhere. I'm Scott. That's Norm. This is ESPN Lafayette now at 103.3 on the FM, 1420 on the AM, and streaming worldwide via the ESPN Lafayette app. We're right back right after this. (laughs) Welcome back into ESPN Lafayette. Great Scott show. I'm Scott. That's Norm. Louisiana heading to 
Lynchburg, Virginia this Saturday for a matchup with the Liberty Flames. Imani Bailey back on the depth chart. So he's returned from injury. TJ Wisham out with an illness. Cajuns released the depth chart last night. Plus four and a half. Cajuns getting points. They have won nine in a row. They're ranked 21 in one poll, 22 in the other. Liberty is favored in this game for two big reasons. One, because they're at home and they've won 15 in a row at home and they play like a different team at home. Two, one of the better players in college football, Malik Williams. Yeah. Their quarterback He's a stud. is really good. Passer, rusher, leading them in both categories. He he is responsible for the bulk of their offense, um, and they've got they've got they've got a good receiver. I mean, Demario Douglas is good. He's put up some good numbers this year. But like Willis is the big straw that stirs this drink. Yes, he is. It's, we're not talking about a cocktail straw. We're talking about <laughs> the kind they they have a rub for like their shakes. It's yes. like is this a straw or is this a With pipe? A little scoop at it's the like end a of pipe. it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, and, and I've mentioned this a couple of times when I talked to coach Napier on Monday, unprompted, he brought up the fact that they were an underdog in this game. And he said four and a half points. Now that's not because coach Napier follows betting lines week to week. That is coach Napier realizing it's awesome that we've procured home field advantage in the Sunbelt coverage championship game. It's awesome that the community is fired up about it. It's awesome that our players are fired up about it. Um, right now it's not important. Liberty is what's important. How do you get your guys focused? How do you get them motivated? Oh, guys, we're an underdog in this game. Do you yeah, know really? that? Do you know where we're about to go? You try to get their attention. That's where that's coming from. And this will be a battle. Cajuns have won nine in a row, and it's weird having a non-conference game this late in the season, but it is against one of the better G5 schools in the country. You want to keep climbing up those poles? You want to finish this the, the season ranked in the top, in the top 15? Oh, top 15? I no. mean, you, you you ranked 15th last year in the final poll. You want to surpass that this year? You better win out, and you better win this one. And this you, is one that, that will look – you beat ULM in the last week. Of the regular, You did what you were supposed to do. You beat Liberty. That's one where it's like, okay, this is a good well, win. Do you, do you truly think winning out will still put them in the top 15? I think it's yeah. going to kind of be hard to put them in. I, th- I, think, I think it will because other teams are going to lose – not to mention the strength of schedule last year. I feel like was better than the strength of schedule this year. You have a there is a possibility, Norm, where you play an undefeated UTSA team in the New Orleans Bowl. Okay, that's okay. a possibility too. Okay. A team you played last year in the Armed Forces Bowl, you could play them again this year, um, and it might. It, it, that team is ranked. You know that team's in the in the college football playoff rankings. I mean, they're really good. They're Man, really, really good. They Cages, should be ranked higher. Cages go back to the New Orleans Bowl, Scott. It'll be it'll bring back some great vibes, some great memories. You beat a top twenty five team there, and you're if it's a top twenty five matchup in that game, pack out the Superdome. And it's been a while. It's like like while. Jay Walker was pointing out Tuesday, it's not like anyone on this roster. It's not like Billy Napier. None correct. of them have ever been in the New Orleans Bowl. Uh, Levi. No, he wasn't in it because his freshman year they they didn't go to a bowl game. I thought they pulled. Then no, they pulled that was his, Anthony Jennings. That was the year before. I thought they pulled Levi's redshirt in the last game of the bowl. That was no. That was that was the following season that oh, they didn't get to that a bowl wasn't, game. Okay, okay, yeah. No, it's it's been a minute, it's man. It's been a minute. It's been a it's minute. Been a minute. 
So uh, this is an important game. This is a big game, and this is a tough game. Cajuns need to go win it. We'll be on the airwaves with you uh, 1 o'clock pregame this Saturday. Ian Ozan and Richie Falgu have the pregame for you. Jay Walker, Gerald Broussard, and uh, Cody Juno on the sideline for Virginia. Uh, Reggie Cajun women's basketball hosting UNO today around the same time. I think at 2, that game will be on Talk Scott, Radio 960. Side, side note about that, the women's UNO team. They lost to Texas by 100 points. Yeah. It was... Scott, they would have had to pull me out. I would have, I would have got my five fouls and went that was sitting last in the locker room. What was the fire? I forget. It was that, like 136 was, to, thir- to yeah, 31 yeah, or something yeah, like that. Was, <laughs> I think it was maybe just, yeah. I remember seeing that. I was at the Cajun Dome last week for the doubleheader, <laughs> and I saw it on my timeline, and I was like, oh, my God. Scott, I can't lose that way. My 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 pride, my ego, like nothing will make me lose. I'm not staying on the court the rest of my teammates losing like this. This is something for with me to be I mean, a part of you, we you, you, if we lose like this. It's not we, it's y'all. <laughs> I'm going to the locker room. I'm taking my, my two points, five fouls to the locker room. <laughs> you did lose water a couple times. Uh, Guy that you talk mad trash about. Never you. lost to Atlanta in my home city. All I know. What what's your home city? Dallas. You have you even have you even been to Dallas aside from like a connecting flight? Yes. What it's just what is Dallas your home city? It's you sit here repping New Orleans all the time while you bang this. It's good. It's good. I could pull up. I could pull up in Dallas it's and it's good. Your, it's not your city. You, I could yeah. go to you got New Orleans. No Marlene's, no. whichever way you that want to put it. That does not work. That does it's not, sa- that does not sound it's as normal. cool as you think it does. It's, it's, it's just everybody says that. Nor Marlene's. No Marlene's. Nor- See, that's even worse. It's no Marlene's. No. You know, you it's got not. Lafayette. You it's got not. Baton Rouge. You got Dallas. That's bad. You know, I'm good. I'm everywhere. All right, we're going to try to set them straight. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> we're right back after this. It's ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to the 8 o'clock hour of the Great Scott Show. It's ESPN Lafayette. Norman Locke, who claims to have a Ph.D. this week in, in English. Last week it was in philosophy. I do have a minor in English. He just has a Ph.D. in but trolling. I got my Ph.D., though. In trolling. Um, yeah. Got my CLD in trolling. I'll say this. You're better at trolling than the Saints' pass catchers are at, at catching the football and playing Oof. in the NFL. Hey, man. It's bad out there. It's been bad for a long time. I feel like I'm beating a dead horse talking about the Saints wide receivers. It's just feel like it's just been on my chest on a T-shirt for the last four seasons. Trevor Simeon is – I'm glad you brought that up. Trevor Simeon is not bad. He's average, and I will stay on that. Seven-round pick. He's he's a, as a starting quarterback. He's an average. He's an average NFL quarterback. I think his average as a, I think his record as a starter all time is five hundred. That's yeah. what he is. Um, when you have an average quarterback, you need really good pass catchers. Yes, you when you have Drew Brees, you can get away with it somewhat. The Saints led the league every year from twenty seventeen to twenty twenty in catchable pass rate, meaning 
accurate footballs. It's on the money. Now, you can look at Simeon's passes and say they've been there. And you're not even wrong because they've dropped a lot of his passes. But getting there is not the same as Drew Brees' accuracy. No. The Saints currently in catchable passes among the 32 NFL teams. You know where they rank? 32. 31. So now you've had a couple different quarterbacks this year. This is the whole season. This is passes from Jameis. This is passes from... It's a, it's, it's, it's a two-way street here because catchable passes, whenever you don't have much separation, receivers are factored into this stat as well. That's just to tell you how much of a difference Drew Brees could make. And, and to your point, Norm, when you had Michael Thomas and, and some below-average receivers, that's what you had. Emmanuel Sanders wasn't bad, but that was one, one season when Thomas was out most of the year anyway. Aside from that, you, you just haven't had a lot of talent there. Now you've got the least amount of talent that you've had in that room in the Sean Payton era. Maybe ever. I mean, I, I, I the Saints pass catchers, Deontay Harris is good, but he's also 5'6", 160. Callaway would be fine as a number four option. Yeah. Maybe a number three, but a number four. And the rest of it is just pad ball. It's bad. And when you have an average quarterback, it makes it that much more difficult, which makes your margin for error really slim, and yet they've made a ton of mistakes and – Still almost won the last few weeks. I, I don't this team is gonna be up and down and and we alluded to this before I came on the air, but that's about as angry as I've been after a Saints game in a long time last week. First first watching the game, you know, you all season have been talking about, you know, a non believer of Tennessee Titans. And I don't, I don't think I still don't think they're the best team in the AFC. I um Hell no, I don't think so. I don't like any team in the AFC, to be honest with you. I don't think a Super Bowl winner or contender is in the AFC this season. It's just so sloppy. Nobody is putting two back-to-back good games together in the AFC. Got a bunch of teams that's in the middle of the pack fighting for the playoffs when the when the Patriots are gearing up to make a big-time run with a new rookie quarterback. That's, that's when it's wild in the AFC, but it's a different conversation. But New Orleans Saints uh, against the, the Tennessee Titans – Going into the game, no Derrick Henry, no Julio Jones, a sick Ryan Tannehill. I thought, okay, the Saints really might steal this game. But it didn't happen. When I saw the first Miss PAT, I said, oh, Saints not winning this. So I was like, nah, Sean Payton is dealing with a lot. And he can't deal with Miss PATs. Brett Mahar is back on the roster on the practice squad, I guess, to put pressure on Brian Johnson. That's what it's come to with the kicking right now for the Saints. That's how atrocious it's been. You know, I got a tryout next week. Might make the t- what re- receiver a, a, or kicker? A kicker. <laughs> they're a little better than me at receiver still. Well, you can you can troll all you want. The fact that the team's like plus forty four in point differential and has one of is one of six teams with a winning record in the NFC, I. Oddly enough, they're still they're still surpassing expectations. Yeah, yeah. Whose expectations? Mine. Okay. (laughs) Mine going into the season. If you had told me everything that's happened this year and not given me the record, okay, you said five kickers: Trevor Simeon, Camaro missed time, Armstead will miss time, Thomas will not play a single down. All this. If you told me every everything, Adam Troutman is going to be bad at the worst possible moment. I would have been like two and seven right now. 
I'm not trying to spin this. I, this I is this is reality. I, think I don't believe that. This is reality. That. I don't. You don't think that. I would have said a, a guy that that predicted the Saints to have a losing record this year would have if you had given me all the information. You don't think I would have said two and seven? A losing record is still can get you in the playoffs. So that's a that's a seven that's a, and ten was my prediction. I ain't getting you in the playoffs. That's not before getting you the playoffs. season. All right. So. But if you had given me all the information that they've had through the first ten weeks of the season, I'd be like, oh, they're. they're but two what if seven. they would have gave you the information of you know? The things that the other teams are going through. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't follow the other teams. Yeah, but I'm just saying, hindsight's 2020. If you had told me. If I would have told you it would have been Trevor Simeon versus a sick Ryan uh, uh, Ryan Tannehill, no Julio Jones, Derrick Henry's out for the foreseeable I, future. I, I, I would have probably. In, in Tennessee, I'd have picked the Titans. Sure. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you would have. Before the season, no you've been really, whatsoever. You've been really, really harping on how you don't like this Titans team. I don't know, Scott. Maybe any other team, I could believe it. You're not picking it. You, you've been I don't, going in I on the, the Titans t- team. I pick the Titans to win their division and go to the playoffs. I've not liked the Titans as a Super Bowl contender. That's what I've been saying. Yeah. If you would listen, you would get that. There's a difference. But not believing them as a contender is different than not thinking they're going to win the putrid AFC South, which they will win because their schedule. They beat, Look, I will also admit I'm wrong. Tennessee is better than I thought they'd be. I still don't think they're, you know, the team to be in the AFC though. But they're they're they they're better than I thought they'd be. I, I didn't think they would beat, you know, the teams that they've beaten as of late. It's just, you know, it's it hurts just what the Saints are going through to watch what they're going through. You know, just losing multiple players, players just not showing up. You got Mark Ingram, you know, second in leading the teams, uh, second in in catches and receiving yards last game. Like, Mark, that's what it's come to? That Mark Ingram has to run real routes and catch 30-plus yard passes? This is what the Saints— It was a great play. play. It was a great play. It was a great play. But this is what the— Why are you suggesting that This is what the pass—no, no, no, no. You know, This is what the passing offense has come to? That you have to send Mark Ingram out to catch deep balls? Have to, first of all, the the ball only traveled ten yards in the air. North. This you're, is what this you're is, acting like. You're this like is what it was a hail mary to England. This is what I'm not. Uh, listen, of all the plays in that playbook for Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints offense, a will route to Mark Ingram is play. is super last on my list. It's a great play, super last on my. Oh, to, to Alvin Kamara's oh, amazing. It was a great play on Sunday. Amazing to Alvin Kamara. It was a great play on Sunday to Mark Ingram. Yeah. Oh yeah. Once it, cause it was completed, but I mean, he was going against. <laughs> well, yes, obviously yeah, it, was it was. Yes, of course it was. Again, like I said, that's Again. one of the last plays. Norm, you got to work on your look. It's one of the last plays go, options. Go, go Scott, pick Scott, are you throwing they did wrong instead of something they did right? Are you throwing a wheel route to Mark Ingram? That's your go-to. You Sean Payne, you chewing on that gum? Did it one so go time. To, but that's your go-to. Is it your first your play go-to. in the playbook? No. That's page 62. <laughs> Why did you say it like it's that? It's page 60 because it's no. at the back. That's a great, that was a great play. It was, it was a great time to call it. It was good. Yeah. Mark Ingram will, will the old it, real route to Norm, Norm has an abundance of material to like pick off of this tree of Saints problems. But what he does, he, he goes and he picks the good apple. He's like, here's something they did right. Let me laugh about it. That's Come on, man. Oh, yeah. I thought you had a PhD oh. in this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you had so, a PhD so in this. So the only people that think that's right is Saints fans because he caught the balls. Because nobody else catching balls around there. So you got to highlight, oh, that, that was a great play. Right. It's a great play. It was it's the a, longest play all day for him. Why, why would that be a bad play? Hey, man, that sucks. 
<laughs> I mean, your offense sucks. If the wheel route, the marking, the old wheel route, the marking was the longest offensive play today. Man, that sucks. I can't wait for December 2nd. We're going to blow the Saints out that the water. The Dallas Cowboys might win by 30. Great play. Oh, really? You're going gonna to put that on paper right now? What are you going to bet? What are you going to bet? What's the line right now? What's the line I right now? No give me, give they me the don't line. have a line right now. The game's a month right away. Give, give me the line right now. I'm not going to give you the line right now. They don't have give one. Give me the line. When we get one the line. You're the I one that line. said Cowboys plus 30. I see a line. I'm sorry, minus 30. Minus 30. You know, you're not going to see a line until after Thanksgiving. That's Let's how it works. Let's wait for the line. I'm a betting man. Let's see, wait for the line. See, there it is. Let's there it is. Talks a big game. You, 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 you ask him to put it on wax, and he backs down. That's normal. I said it. I, I didn't ask. No, you didn't. I didn't. You said, they're going to win by 30. I said, you want to put it on wax? You want to put some money? He said, no, I'm going to wait for the line. I didn't say no. I didn't say no. I just said, let's wait for the line. I didn't say no. I did not say no. You didn't say yes either. That's correct. You acted like you would, and then you were asked to say yes, and you said no. I just want to see not what— Not saying yes is saying no. I want to see what Vegas has to say no, about yes. it. I, I, y'all heard what you know Norman what has is? to say about Norman it. Norman is scared, y'all. Norman is scared about December 2nd. Trevor Simeon. Because the Saints have nothing to lose, but Norm's ego— Oh, they, oh, they got a lot to lose. Ooh, Norm's ego's got they a lot. They got a lot to lose. A lot. Ooh. Lots on the line. Saints do got a lot to lose. I told you. They're playing with house money this season, man. All oh, these yeah. problems. Yeah, okay. Yeah, just keep saying that. All these problems. And that's how the Saints are in the predicament they are, thinking thinking that they're playing with house money. They are. They are playing with house money. Mm-hmm. What other team in the winning with a winning record is playing backup quarterbacks throughout the year? Uh, see who uh, the multiple Miami games. Well, multiple wait, wait, games. No, oh, oh, wait. Did you say it has a winning record? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Two games they've played multiple quarterbacks and. Two games they played multiple quarterbacks. How'd they do the Packers? How'd they do in those games? the Packers they played two one. games, multiple quarterbacks? One. one. They played one game. Okay, all right, yeah. So hold on. Don't, don't, let me keep it. Let me get the, give me time to think, Scott. It's not, it's not just the Saints. It's not just the Saints. They it's not the, their, their guy for the season? It's not the, uh, now see, you, you're pushing it. You, what you doing? You're pushing it back? Is it coming you're back? back? You're pushing it back? You name one team. You're pushing it back. You're getting, you I got to think. I got to think about it. I got to think. Yeah, you, you take a break. I got, I got, let me think about it. I know the no, Saints ain't That's the only team. Does. Let me think about it. No, the Saints ain't the only team. Do, do the Dolphins ever win the record? Cowboy. No. God, no. I'm just you, I thought you followed the NFL. I'm just checking. I, I mean, you followed the NFL. If they lose a lot, they I might beat the, the Saints. Let's That's head to the phone line. Let's Let's go go good morning. Radar. Welcome into the show. Good morning, Scott and Norm. Hey, guys, let me jump deep in there with y'all about the Saints and the Cowboys. Hey, Norm, you still a Cowboy fan? Because I'm still one, too. Hey, Scott, you know why I think Norm likes the Saints? Because I like them, too. Norm, I hope you're from Louisiana, because I am. That's why I like the Saints. As long as they're not playing the Cowboys, I'm a Saints yeah, fan. No, you, you're talk, you, Norman is not a Saints fan. He's born and bred in New Orleans, <laughs> and all he does well, is my, troll his grandmother oh, yeah. for liking the Saints. Uh, At least I bought us well, some Norm, Funko Pops. Well, well, Norm, then I'm going to tell you and you... <laughs> Norm, we were born with some of the same genes, and my brother no, and sister been trying to throw me out the family. Norm, they've been trying to throw me out my family since I've been born, and you know why? Because they said I'm a cowboy fan. They they've been trying to throw me out for fifty some years. So oh, Norm, all I'm going to tell y'all is this: when Dallas and the Saints, when Dallas and the Saints gonna come together in New Orleans, I hope that everybody is healthy. I hope that Sean Payton is not mad no more because we're going to deliver a blow in New Orleans. It's going to be something like setting off an atomic bomb in there. We're going to take over that city. That's and after we finish, we're going to rope all of them, 
and we're going to bring them to the river. And we might put them on a ship and ship them out of New Orleans oh, and, and that's take a, that and confiscate that Superdome. Good and Lord, we'll turn Mitch. it into a Dallas Cowboys second stadium. Jesus. Thank you, guys. I was not expecting yeah, that. You need to, you do need to learn from your 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 your, your nephew Norm. There's some things you shouldn't say when you atomic bomb references and putting people on ships yeah, on the Mississippi and sending them away. I don't, I don't. early morning for him. You got to get back coaching, man. This is the Cowboys. They put a lot of stock in a single regular season game because they've won about two playoff games in the last quarter of a century. What, what, what How many games have the Saints? How many teams? Saints, what does this have to do with the Saints? How many teams? This is a question. I have a question to you. I can't, you. I can't ask you a question, Scott. I mean, you just you, you don't respond to Cowboy stuff. You just bring up the Saints. No, I have a question to you about the Saints. On a different related topic? Yes. Okay, sure. Go ahead. All right. Can we give an updated win-loss projection from you? For the, for the Saints this season, for the remainder games, because it's been changing. You know, I you know I went got a haircut. You know, barbershop talk is very integral in sports conversations. And three weeks ago, when I got a haircut, it was reports of oh, in the it was supposed to be ten games. Oh, Saints going seven and three. Oh, Saints going six and four. All right, all right. It's been two games since then, and it's been two losses. I just want to see if if the the temperature is still the same. Now, now, three weeks ago, Jameis Winston was still their quarterback. No, no, no. This is this okay. Two so weeks now ago. it's two weeks ago. I went and got a haircut three weeks ago, going into after Jameis had got injured, okay. and you've had Trevor Simeon in for the last two. No, I think um, <laughs> I don't know. Let's say uh See, that's not a troll, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a troll. Nine and eight. Okay. You're asking me I mean, today. Right, you're right. asking yeah, me today. Yeah. You're asking to me him. today. I'll say nine and eight. So what 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 game? Still better than what I thought before the season. Um you got Bills, Cowboys. You mean you got... to literally go game by game? No, I just need the, the last couple games. Well, you they'll beat the Jets, they'll beat the Dolphins, they'll okay. beat Atlanta. They'll between the Panthers, Eagles, Bills, Cowboys, Bucks. They'll win one of those. I don't know okay. who. Okay. Well, you know, okay. you really want to come in every Thursday and just go game through. I, no, no, I don't. I just needed an updated. Yeah, I'll say nine and eight. Okay, I just wanted to see if you know people just you know flip flop. It's like oh no, it's done. We done. I mean, we you done. you back it up. You, you say flip flop. I mean, the information changes week to week. Norm, no. Should I be one of those people that like just sticks to seven and ten all year, no matter what? No, 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 no. I mean, I, mean, I don't. I'm not, to, I don't want to be that. That's just. I don't know. That's my not, question to them was. Going into the Trevor Simeon era of the New Orleans Saints, what was their projection for the win-loss of those 10 games? And the amount of responses that I got was absurd. And now, into that 10-game window, the Saints are 0-2. So I'm just updating the, my conversations with the people that I asked. All right, so you're just, you're just, you wanted my opinion, but you, based on what you heard at the barbershop is... Something different. No, I mean, I've, I've gotten polls. I'm, you're one of the people I've talked to, and there's another poll. I've added y'all to the poll. So you, when you 21 know, after the hour. Let's take a quick let, let's, let's take a quick call, then we'll we'll get a break so I can... The people be talking to me, Scott. Like, the people. Try, to, man, try the people. to wrap my mind around some of the things Norm says. The man of the people. Good morning. Welcome into the Great Scott Show. Hey, Norm. Yes, sir. Good morning. Y'all coming to the Superdome this year, right? Who's we? Do what? 
Who's we? No, you. I mean, y'all, y'all coming to the Superdome this year, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dallas Cowboys. Yes, yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yeah, y'all yes, coming, huh? Well, yes, we gonna peel y'all here to the white meat. You don't believe Just that? Watch. You don't believe it? Yeah, I believe you don't believe that. it. I know you that. don't believe, I believe that. it. I don't believe that. I know it. that. Now peel y'all here to the white meat. <laughs> with I didn't forget about with you. Your Trevor, with your Trevor, with your Trevor Simeon jersey peel on too, huh? to the white meat. With your I, white what, meat like Debo. With your fourteen Mark Ingram jersey on, huh? I actually don't. What is the peel? Oh, Mark Ingram is good. Leave Mark Ingram alone. Don't talk about Mark Ingram because you think he was done two years ago. You've been saying that. (laughs) Mark Ingram done. He looked like, man, he got some weights on his back. That cat's fat. He can't run no more. Mark Ingram done. Throw him in the dirt. Y'all been saying that. He looks done to you right now? Talk to me. Yes. Exactly. There you go. There you go. He had a good answer for that one. You know he don't look better right now. He looks better than Zeke right now. Zeke right now. What is hang on, hang on, hang on. Y'all trolling me this morning. Y'all stop. Everyone stop. What is the what is the I don't know that saying, peel the head to the white meat? What is that coming from? To the white meat show? I'm trying to see what's the what's the original reference. Yeah, like where does it come from? I don't know. You know if you skin yourself and you got the white meat that show. Scott, Scott. Scott, to make a long story short, since you don't know, old as you are, since you don't know, you come through the hood and find out. All right. You'll find out. I just, I just want White the meat. reference. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to drive through the hood. Yeah. I just want y'all old to tell me you, what you, it is. You pretend you don't know that. All the movies you watch before, all the stuff you talk about, you don't know what that means. I've never heard this. I don't, I don't know it. Can you Google it to see? It has Wait, been used in a movie. Hang on. Do y'all know it? I'm yes, asking. I know. I, so I, just, just explain I, I was explaining it to, it to you. Don't know what I'm talking about. I'm going to peel that ear to the white. You know what I'm talking about, Ronnie? What is it in reference to? I don't, I don't know. Okay. Say you 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 brush yourself up against anything, any object on your your body. Okay. All right. You know how your skin or like that layer under is kind of pinkish, but it's not like it's not a deep wound, sure. but it's pinkish. Sure. That's the white meat. I'm gonna peel you to you to the white meat show. So just so it's just they're gonna cut you a little bit, but not a lot. No, you start seeing as you cut away. If you get a cut, you see the white meat. I know, but like so. But I would. I feel like if you're going to use that saying, you're suggesting, well, our team's going to win, but just a little. No, we're it's not, not going to beat your head in. We're no, just no. going to braise the skin to no, the white not, meat. Not, it's not a braised. I mean, if you get a big gash, you see the white meat. <laughs> so we're going to give you a big gash, but we're not going to beat you like a drum. Like like Rodney said, you got to come through the hood. <laughs> so wait, give me the saying. Give me the saying. Peel your head to the white meat show, Peel or beat your, your head to the white meat head. show. Till the white meat show. <laughs> Peel your head till the white meat show. All right. So it's used in stand-up by Steve Harvey and others. Okay. That's why I say it's been used a, a lot of times. That's okay. why I, I mean, I don't watch Steve Harvey stand-up, but I guess. We'll, never saw Kings of Comedy? I, I, I know. I never saw it. Now, I like Bernie Mac. I never saw Kings of Comedy. You need to, go, you need to watch Kings of Comedy. That's where. So that's that's really where it, it, it gets a lot of, of it from. You need to go. You, no, no, no. I don't want to talk to you again until you watch Kings of Comedy. Time to watch. It's like it's like Titanic. It's one of the greatest movies ever. So it's a sinking ship. It's one of the greatest movies ever. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Titanic. No. But you're gonna watch Titanic. But you're gonna watch the Kings of Comedy. Like in high school. Scott, go watch Kings of Comedy. I don't. I don't play. Rest in peace, Bernie Mac. I don't. Yes, I will agree with you there. You need to watch it. Okay. I don't. Put the kids to bed. Can you just show me like? The no. highlights? No, because it's it's four comedians, and it's like, imagine you watch... How long is it? I think it's like two hours. Yeah, I don't have that much time. It's like two hours. It's a movie. 
I mean, it's not a movie, but it's not a stand-up comedian. I've never seen it. It's four comedians. Kill Your Head Till the White Meat Show. Yes, it's four comedians, and it's like watching Jordan go up and drop 40, then Kobe drop 40, then Magic Johnson drop 40, then Larry Bird drop 40. Bernie Mac, Steve Steve Harvey, Harvey. uh, Bernie Mac, Steve Harvey, Cedric the Entertainer, and D.L. Hoogley. Okay. I remember it. I remember. Smoke. I remember like telling you, smoke, Scott. I was. I, had, I don't know when it came out. It had been like nine or ten. Probably didn't get half the jokes. Probably wasn't supposed to get the other half. Smoke. All right. Telling you. Never seen it. Never seen it. All right. We're supposed to take a break, but we're going to take one more phone call before we do. Right, let's do it. Welcome in, man. The people. Oh man, um, what's going on, man? I'm just. I kind of dozed off. I heard. Coach going off on something. Uh, Ron, speaking of that, Ron just uh, Ron just uh, texted me, Scott, because uh, I think he told you there's something about white meat. He told me. <laughs> then, then, then you mentioned something about you never seen Queens, uh, Kings of Comedy? Never seen it. Never seen it. Man, Ron is, man, Ron is hot. Ron told me to tell you, go get some milk and cookies, man. <laughs> uh, no one knows what I'm talking about. Y'all have a good one. Thank you. It's a reference from the... The stand-up comedy. It's one of the greatest jokes Bernie Mac ever made. That's why you need to watch it. All right. Don't spoil it for me. Yeah, I'm not, he, he did. <laughs> well, no, I don't know what it's in reference oh, okay, to. Right. So he, he I'm milking cookies. <laughs> we'll try to get the train back on the track, but with Norman here, I doubt it'll happen. Making picks for this week. ESPN Lafayette. Best ticket in sports. We're back after this. Welcome back into the great Scott Show. ESPN Lafayette. Scott Praise the Norman Lock. So beat him till the white meat show. I'm still, I think I've got it, Norm, but what you said was like you scratch it off, but you, you haven't drawn blood yet. So it's like in between right before you get to yeah, the Yeah, it's blood. like you, did, you don't, you don't, you don't want to cause them a, and give like a casualty. You don't want to kill them. Yeah, so they, it's, it's as if. Ron saying like the Saints are going to win a close game, like that's what the reference sounds like. Yeah, I mean it's different than like we're going to whoop that, we're going to crush their yeah, face, correct, 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 or, correct. Or you know, I mean, Mitch was talking 
talking about atomic bombs and putting correct, people in correct, shit. Correct, correct, correct. So Norm, really, Ron was just calling and saying what's going to happen when he says the Saints will beat the Cowboys, beat them till the white meat show is that they'll win, you know, a game by maybe like 10 points, but not by like 30. Yeah, he's not digging into any any arteries, you know. He's okay. not, you know, getting right. to the, the deeper tissues. And he's not hitting any organs. I think I get it. You know, so it's it's okay. And I, and I understand. I think I get it now. I understand his plight right now because he he's angry internally. Is he? Ron? Yes, yes. So you're doing you're going to be Doctor Normia. Why don't we ask him? Are you angry internally, uh, Ron? Yeah. Are Are you angry internally? Answer the question. Norm no. wants to know. Uh. Uh-uh. No. Okay. I'm a fisherman, man. Come on, man. Yeah, Norm. I'm angry internally. I'm no, very, very angry internally. Happy. You Scott, make it very clear to you, Scott, what it means when when you, when you peel the heads to, to the white meat. First of all, when you get down to the white part, that means just about dead. When you all, when you can see inside, so you're, not, you're talking white. about animals and not a person. It don't matter. It don't matter what it is. Okay, it was an animal or a person. If you I, get I, to the white meat, Scott, they're almost dead. Common sense. No, I mean not the way. You Norm's can see describing inside it, the Norm, white. Norm's describing it completely different. Than <clears throat> so you are confusing yeah, me. Yeah. Well, well, Norm, Norm is from New Orleans. You see, uh, when you get from the white, when you get inside the white, Scott. I mean, you're almost done. No, I know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Well, that means you're basically done, so we go peel it until it's done. Y'all are And when it's done, that means it's done. Don't listen to him. Watch the stand-up. I told you he's internally angry right now. His Lakers aren't good, and that's why he's calling, trying to boast up these New Orleans Saints because you don't want to talk about them Lakers and Russell Westbrook. Yeah, 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 buddy. I know you're angry. I know you're angry. The West Coast Pelicans over there and that purple and gold. I know you're angry. He sounds happy, actually. Laughter just another form of depression. Wow. Ron's silent. That was was a first. Ron, why are you you quiet? About what? I I mean, you just stopped. You didn't even respond to Norm. He ain't got nothing to say about them Lakers. Well, Scott. We talked about all this before the season started. We seen all this coming. No, 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 what's happening? No, I'm trying to. He bluffing you. He ain't bluffing me. Yeah, oh. bluffing me about what? I don't care about the Lakers. The Lakers' plight is fine with me. Nobody. The NBA don't care about the Lakers no more. Wait, wait Scott. a minute. Wait a minute. Wait Nobody a minute. Nobody cares. Wait a minute. It's, no again, it's no more Staples Center. It's no more Staples Center. Now you're being ridiculous, Norman. Don't say they don't care about the Lakers. That's. One of the few things I do care about. <laughs> hey, man, but serious tip, though. What's going on with the Pels, man? What's the Pels going to do, man? God, we, we, we opened the show with that. Are you, are you opening old rooms? What are, gonna what do? are you doing this? They're going to create apathy amongst their fan base. No, no, like Scott, this. it's a diversion. You see, we see Lakers, and you start talking about the Pelicans. Don't no. do this. No, Don't no, do no, this. no. I'm not going to joke. I ain't trying to take no shot. I'm asking. I'm asking Scott because I know Scott is, you know, Hell, man, and everything. I like the pills too. But what's going on, man? Will Zion play this year? Yeah, he'll play. He'll be. He'll be. He'll be, he'll be playing. He'll be playing next month. He'll be Smoke playing screen. in December. They just the problem is they're twelve games under five hundred, and it's <laughs> mid November, and they're they've already played their way out of any kind of you know play in game or anything like that. So that does create apathy, and um, Zion might give him a little jolt when he comes back, but. You know, he'll be in bursts because the guy's going to get on the court and he's going to be tired after about five minutes. It's true. I mean, it's no, true. No, no, do you right. think he actually want to be back on the court this year and do play? I think he wants to play, yes. I mean, look, Anthony Davis didn't want to play in New Orleans, but even after he said, get me get me out of here, he still wanted to play until the end of the season. Yeah. Zion, Zion wants to play. Trust me. Yeah. 
But, Norm, I kind of told you, you know I like Stafford, but I kind of told you the Rams was going to fall apart, man. What's going on with them right now? You now, now what, what, apart, about them, what about them Cardinals? Didn't I tell you in the back half of the season what them Cardinals do? But the Cardinals already lost one game. What are you talking about? They, they lost, lost one game. They lost one that. game. They lost with, one with game. Colt McCoy. Uh, yeah. So they lost they one game. You don't, know Kyle Murray, Kyle, you don't know if Kyle Murray playing this week. Yeah, but, Norm, it's a bit. I, I, well, look, supposed I'm to not, play. I don't think the Cardinals are great, but I'm falling apart. No, 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 yeah, no. It's the running narrative. Rodney, what did I say about the Cardinals? No, Scott, he's hoping he's falling apart because you see Kyle Murray now, coming. Now, now That's the what listeners it is. are you know? starting to just hear you guys you see him coming. in a while. All right, I, Rodney, I like you. You see Kyle Murray coming. That's what it is. Thank you. Thank you. All right, nobody wants to hear this white meat thing is now just turning into you and Ron arguing about. No, I asked him a question. It's absurd. Thing. My take is, the Cardinals can win eight games. The last year, I want to say they won six games straight, and then it started falling apart. And that's why I said, okay, I want to see the Cardinals Dude, be consistent on the back half of the they season. Will, they will. They get to play. They got three more tough games. The I see on this schedule: Hawks, the Bears. They get to play the Colts. They get to play the Lions. They got to play the 49ers again? No, they don't. I mean, uh, the Rams again. Yeah, the Rams in Arizona on Monday Night Football. Hey, man. The All Rams. Right. We'll be back. I'll be back. We'll talk about it. We'll be back. I, I just, what is your definition of, like, good and not good? Okay, so you start in the season 7-0 and and then 17-game season, ending the season on – a four-game losing skid or winning right, one, one of four they're games? Not, they're not going to lose four games in a row to end the season. The Lions are in there, Norm. The, the Lions, Cowboys also. The Colts. And the, yeah, Cowboys. the, Cow- the Cowboys. Remember what I said. That's, all, I, that's my take. Just remember. We'll talk about so it. So you think the Cardinals are going to lose four games to end the regular season? No, straight. I just think that they're going to have four bad losses post them going 7-0. and Descri- What's a bad loss? Describe a bad loss. Last week. Like what is it? So losing to the Cowboys would be a bad loss. Losing to a good team yeah, losing on the to road the NFC in the two weeks before going for a number one seat. Yes, no. that'd be a bad yeah, loss. You see, I, going I for just, a, what? Really, I need a dogma from you. That's I not need, a bad loss. I need a dogma of your rules. Of like is that not a bad loss? How you come up with these? Is things. that a bad loss? Losing to a good team on the road would not be a bad loss. So, no. And when you're when you've been the, the, the favorite all season to get the number you think one seed in the be NFC, the favorite in week sixteen to get the one seed. They've Ooh, been the favorite in the NFC since they beat the Rams, Scott. Or am I tripping? Am I tripping? I think I don't. I, um, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. They've been the uh, unless I'm sorry. I mean, so I, the Cardinals have been the favorite to win the NFC since week four. Hey, that's yeah. what that's what everyone, according to you, that's what that's everyone the, that's, says. That's been the consensus. Everyone in quotes. Well, well, how about we use Google and we just take the consensus of the four articles, five articles? What what will make a consensus for you? I don't, how many people have to talk to to get a consensus? The, how, many how many people are saying talking about who's going to be the one seed in the playoffs after week four? Uh, like, why are we jumping the gun th- four months down the road? Uh, again. I'm getting the consensus. So what you what you want me to do? They give power consensus rankings every week, Scott. Who's they? They give uh, MVP favorites after week one. So if they you're got, if they you're got betting foreign, odds for any and everything, no. And you after and you just after, beat you just beat another four, undefeated team. I think there was five four, and zero. Two five and zero teams. If you're four and zero, no, they they were they, they were, were, they were three and zero when they beat the Rams, and okay. then they were four and zero after they beat them. Okay. So if you're four and zero and you don't get the one seed. Then you're a failure, according to Norman Locke's rules. 
I came on Scott Malgrani say that. Y'all. I mean, that's just Scott, what Scott, you Scott, said. Scott said John Curtis is that's a Catholic school. Said. That's Scott, what you said. Scott, Scott <laughs> misspoke one time and admits that, yes, John Curtis is a Christian school, not a Catholic school. That has nothing to do with what you just said. See, I, unlike I you, I admit when I, when I said something that was a little off. Well, I'm glad that you tell the people that. I, I've always told the people that. You don't. I'm you, glad. You just double, triple down on your chicanery. The people know what I say. On your malarkey, the on people your know what palaver. I say. The people know what I say. Yeah, I don't know that they. I I don't know that they do. They do. Two six nine ten seven seven two six nine ten seven seven. They know. They know. Okay. Right now, I am the reigning ESPN one zero three three ESPN fourteen twenty ESPN Lafayette ESPN Acadia whatever you want to call it. It's not ESPN. It is literally ESPN Lafayette. Lafayette. Yeah, it's, it's, it's on two radio it's dials. It's not ESPN <laughs> Acadiana, Norm. You're on the station. So, ESPN Louisiana. So, used to get broader and broader. ESPN United States. You know, that's what it's just. You uh, keep going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, like I said, it, you give the takes, it changes. This is what it is, Scott. The okay. people know. Okay, it changes. The people know. All right. I've picked the, the basketball champion in the NBA. So right now I'm on a streak. Football you, is coming. Super you Bowl. picked. Yes, I did. Picked. Bucks. Fourth season. You said Milwaukee's winning it all. I didn't. Okay, so you didn't pick them. I did. When? When we started talking about postseason. Oh, okay. Yeah, it wasn't my preseason. Okay. No. All right. No. So you, when you have like five different picks, as long as you hit one of them, you get to say, "I picked it." Well, I didn't pick it. Okay, so you didn't pick it. I mean, when it's time to talk, talk I mean, about I picked playoffs. Milwaukee to get to the NBA Finals before last season, but I'm not sitting here saying, I am the master of ESPN Acadiana, apparently, is what we're calling it now. United States. <laughs> I got brought it. ESPN USA. <laughs> the best ticket in sports. Yes. In Lafayette. All right, if you missed the first hour, I, I explained how the universe is making a Falcons joke, which, of course, Norm just poo-pooed. You got to win. I mean, you got to win. The universe wins. The universe is the ultimate winner. And that's, see, that's why they, they chime to their I will explain to you account. how the universe is making a Falcons joke before Norm no. poo-poos it and turns it into some Cowboys fandom bull crap. Go we Maddie. come back right after this on ESPN Lafayette. ESPN Lafayette, Scott Braith, the Norman Like. Dude, we should, we should have a podcast that's only the audio of our conversations during the commercial break. It would be about gumbo. It would be, be about all kinds of stuff. Cereal flavors. <laughs> White meat. White meat. Uh, see, now, y'all, now you and Ronnie have just confused. I gave you a new slang. Give you some new jargon. Kirk, He, I, I think he gets it. I don't know that he does because I don't get it. He says, "So I'll bust you in the meat. I'll bust you in the head till the white meat shows equals. I brought you in this world. I'll take you out." Incorrect. 
Yeah, I don't think it's like, I don't think this is, you know, a parent threatening to kill their child. No, no, no. This is, that's incorrect. I mean, you, you don't have to talk to a child. I, I, could tell I you. guess it could technically be like the delivery, the doctor in delivery that helped get the child out. I mean, well, you could use it in reference to anybody. Right anybody can get their I'll, head busted into the white meat shows. Sure. So, yeah, anybody. Yeah. I, I hate to say it. I actually think you've explained it probably the best. Yeah. See, you know, that's I, what I, I do. Can, I can, I can be I honest and objective, Norm. And you, are you, are you trying to teach you? But. Are you trying to like subtweet me and say that that I'm not? No, I'm not trying to subtweet. I'm literally telling <laughs> you right now in front of you <laughs> to your face. Subtweeting me? <laughs> okay. Let's see. Tonight, Brad Topham sent me this. Okay. An article he sent me. Okay. Um, the Patriots play the Falcons tonight. Tonight is also. The longest partial lunar eclipse in almost 600 years. And per NASA, the eclipse will last three hours and 28 minutes. So you're saying Falcons win? You're picking the Falcons to win? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. That game's in Atlanta. I should have picked the Falcons to win against the Saints. I don't know what I was doing. I should have put some money up. I would have won a good amount of money. Well, I can't hear you. You're so, you're speaking so low. I say I, I should have put some money up at the Atlanta game. I would have won some good money. You mean you didn't. You picked I the didn't. Saints to win the game. Yes, I and did. And you were wrong. I was wrong. Man, yes. Sucks. Yes. Many of us were wrong. Oh. Many of us were wrong. Oh, I wouldn't want to be in that number. <laughs> are you the Are you the funniest person you know? Are you the kind of person that just like you're in your car and you say, you like make fun of the Saints and you just laugh to yourself? No, no. There's like Josiah Johnson. Like there's guy. There's, there's only a few. There's only a few. Only there's a few. only a few. Like the guy I talked to, Bayou uh, Bun. He's hilarious he on Twitter. He is, he, is. he is hilarious on Twitter, and it's all it's strictly Saints and Pelicans jokes. That's what makes it even funnier because I was like, okay, I, I kind of see the temperature when it comes to him. And then he holds Twitter spaces. Why oh, you be talking about, Norm, who you talking about? Well, we, he holds these Twitter spaces, pre-Saints games and post-Saints games that can get up to 500, 600 Saints fans in there. I kind of get the, the synopsis of everything in there. Tonight, on another note, Rage Cajun women's basketball 2-0, taking on the 1-1 LSU Tigers. Kim Mulkey bringing her team to the Cajun Dome. Six o'clock. Be there, guys. Big game. Something that the men's team. Great environment. What? LSU men's team running from that smoke a couple years ago. They didn't want to come down here and play. Oh, you're talking about LSU, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no. The LSU would never play a game at the Cajuns. No, that's what I said. They will Wade did. He wouldn't want to play the Cajuns anywhere. Yeah. After that. No. Um so shout out to the women. A rolling (laughs) will. Talked about a rolling RPI. It's like that's not even an actual thing. That was wild, man. Uh, no, no. I, I honestly like this is this is a great. Coach Broadhead said it's great for women's sports. It's great yep. for their team. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. You have LSU coming to town. It's not just an. I love. How I'm like it's not just another regular season game. He's like, of course not. No. Like let's be real. You know. Um, looking forward to it. I'll be there. Cajun football. Yes, sir. Take it on Liberty on the road. They're ranked number twenty-one. It's a non-conference game. They've already secured home field advantage in the conference championship game. Jay Walker and others said, mm, trap game? Is this a trap game? 
Coach Napier said it's not a trap game. And I quote, we've got a lot to play for. There's a lot at stake here relative to the big picture. If you're a competitor, you circle these on the counter knowing they're going to be hard. You want to keep the momentum you have. I don't think that's a big thing, and certainly this is the next game. He even channeled Mike Tomlin. We use the old Steelers term. The standard is the standard. Mm. It's November. You're Louisiana Rage occasion. It's that time of year. Yes, it is. Let's do it. It's greatness, man. Smoke them if you got them. Scared money don't make no money. Liberty, 7-2 and two all-time against Sunbelt teams. They've won 15 in a row at home. Can't be a trap game, right? The opponent would, even though it's not in conference, the opponent would suggest otherwise. True, technically. But, I, you know, homecoming was seemed like a trap game for the Cajuns. So, uh, this one here. This is going to be a battle Saturday, y'all. This is going to be a battle Saturday. It's going to be a battle. The last, what's interesting, though, is the last time the Cajuns were not a favorite, they won, they, like, destroyed App State. Crushed. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it was App State. Yeah, that's two, that's two different balance. Cajun Field was rocking that night for a Wednesday night, anyway. I, I'm pumped for this, and I like Billy Napier. See, see, it's see, one game. See, the Cajuns, see, fans are looking ahead. They're looking past Liberty. They're it's the looking promotion. Past it's the gr- the promotion day. is great. I know the and promotion is great. And that's, you don't want to throw sorry. a damn towel on it. No, you're it's right. true. No, you're, 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 but I'm not. I'm not telling you. I, you don't want to get anyone not excited about. Hosting a conference championship right, game. Right, right. It's like, okay, well, the players, they don't listen to the fans. Okay, but, like, it's not just about – I don't think a player listens to one fan that's like, hey, man, we're excited about the conference championship no. game. I, it's, not that, it's not that simple. There is something about the overall mood and tone of a fan base and the energy and, and social media and putting it out there and all that other stuff. So, yes, I, when someone says, well, like, Players don't listen to fans. Like, no, they don't listen to one single fan no, in the stands. But no. when it's an entire energy and mood, all of that, right, yeah. it all kind of comes together. So I get what Coach Napier's doing here, man. He's he realizes He's trying to rail them back. And we're in and Liberty is good. Yeah, yeah. No, and I'm their quarterback is He's good. really, really good. Yes, he is. One of the best in the nation. Three o'clock on Saturday, pregame at one. This was fun as always, Norm. Always, every Thursday. What did you learn today? What did I teach you? I learned. No, no, I, I I'm about to say, I yeah, about I think you taught you something today. No, no, I, I admit it. See, again, <laughs> I, I, I learned. I, I learned two things. When I don't know, I ask. <laughs> what did you like? I learned about the lunar eclipse. There you go. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. And I learned about uh, the pitcher, Cy Young. <laughs> That's right. Hey. For anyone that missed the whole show, check it out via the podcast. It'll be up in the next hour. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning. Gus Cattengill. Eric Mutza will be in studio as well. Looking forward to it. Have a great Thursday, everybody. Dan Patrick's next. ESPN Lafayette, the best ticket in sports. G-E-T.